Hi, this is Michelle Turner from Movement Lesson. You're here to listen to baby movements birth to 24 months. This is a podcast for you to experience your baby's movements from the beginning. And it goes with my 99 Super Baby Secrets. You can get these 99 Super Baby Secrets by logging in and asking for it at 99superbabysecrets.com or at Movement Lesson Academy. Your baby needs movement to thrive physically and cognitively. That's super baby secret number one. However, we're going into super baby secret number three. All super baby learning happens through movement experience, not a cognitive experience. What does that mean? Well, your baby's not born saying, hi, mom, how are you? I want a cold one. It's in the fridge. Cognitive development takes months if not a good solid few years to thrive. But what happens first? Your baby's movements. Your baby needs to move. That is the biggest, biggest secret of all. Movement. All experiences through the body goes through movement. Even today when we are doing it, as we even age, we complain, oh, I'm getting old and my bones creak or all those kind of old people noises. Well, what is it from? It's from the lack of ability to move. It affects our bodies way more than you think. And a baby should be able to respond to all movements in all directions at any time. Why? Because they're responding to stimuli. That stimuli could be a light turning on your voice, a sound, a flicker, a toy, a sparkly, all of that in your baby will just respond. There's no good movements and there's no bad movements. They're just responding. So when you're there to offer your child's movements, they're able to respond. Now, how does that affect cognitive development? Because all these movements turn into filing systems into your baby. All these movements organize your baby's brain and your brain starts learning by comparisons. Comparisons are all through movements. I might compare that I like apples to oranges and you think, what does that have to do with movement? But now this is where you have to start thinking about your baby. Your baby will touch that orange, will touch that apple. They will taste it. Yes, they'll taste it, but they have to bring it into their mouth. Their tongues are going to move. Salvation, secretions, these are all movements of the human body. They are all calculating whether or not they want to process that apple, whether they want to like the apple. However, at a baby, a newborn baby, it's not about likes or dislike. It's just the movement experiences. This is really crucial and I don't think is looked at properly because they think, you know, I hear constant comments. My baby doesn't like tummy time. No, your baby's unable to present in tummy time. Your baby is trying to tell you that this is a very difficult movement for them for whatever reason, and they need help. Babies don't have preferences. They don't have a side dominance. They don't have uh, likes and dislikes. They just move. You should be able to just pick up a baby in any direction. It's a very important milestone called the absolute horizon where you can hold a baby and in any direction they respond. They really don't need the sensation of what we call a floor. We feel our floor, whether it's the surface of our bed or what our feet are standing on, is our organization to movement. It really isn't. Our movements are built around space and the floor is a part of that space. So a baby, if you go to pick it up, let's say from the crib, they should float into your arms. I'm actually going to go into this 
psychology of movement um, and the processes in my other podcast today called uh, Movement 4.0 from Babies to Astronauts. And I'll get into the details of that for adult movements. When we're going in with the babies, the babies need to have that float. So whether they're asleep, let's say, and you're putting them down into the crib or up into the crib, that shouldn't be a startle on the nervous system because, again, they're just experiencing the movement. Now, if they have problems experiencing the movement, ha-ha, that's where you get in and start interacting with their movements and making it more I wouldn't say sophisticated because that's how we look at our movements. What you're looking for is more options. When do you panic? When I don't have any options to solve my problem, right? So when does a baby panic? Whether it's a startle, a cry, being upset is because they don't have a solution to their problem. That's why they're crying because you're their solution. But offering movement as a solution is where you're going to get the cognitive gains on your child. Please, 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 if your child has had any kind of trauma to the brain, don't feel that that's over. Yes, there's situations where it's very difficult on your baby, but at the same time, or there's genetics. But that doesn't mean that their destiny is written in stone. What it is, is that their abilities to respond with movement is going to be, I wouldn't say limited, but a deviation off the path that should be taken. So that's where we come in and we offer these movements as if they were doing them. Tummy time can be created as if they're presenting in tummy time. Crawling could be presented as if they're presenting in crawling in tummy time and crawling on their floors, prone, supine, all of that. Because again, this is where the brain is fascinating on a baby. It's 360 to its response. All around it, it's surrounding itself with movement vocabularies and options on how to present in those movements. Did you ever think that a baby can just hold a bottle at two months old? Actually, I don't want that to happen. It's a very high sign for, let's say, cerebral palsy. They're not meant to have a structured muscular response that early in age because, again, they might hold for a second, but then they let go. Why is this important, that let go? Because it gives them a better sensation as to where they are in space. If they commit to muscle-based movements, then their ability to transition in and out of movements is diminished, if not halted completely. Why? Because it's like, I got to hold my bottle so I can't move. And I don't want that to happen. You know, whether they hold their bottle or not, that's not a cognitive process. They're into explore weight, space, hot, cold, temperatures. There's so many things your baby needs to learn. And they learn it more efficiently through movement. Please, at this time, their best friend is you or their blanket. They really don't need devices. They really don't need anything to hold them or prop them. You use those devices, let's say if you're taking a shower or you're going to cook something, something where you need to know your baby is protected and safe. Even if your baby is sound asleep in a slumber when you get home in the car seat, take them out of the car seat. One of the reasons for that is because the pelvis has a really hard time moving in a five-point harness, but also, too, they have a hard time processing their digestive system. 
babies that are in the car seat much longer have issues with constipation. Um, and then also they can get very fussy because their gas rises at the 33 degree angle of the car seat. And it's very hard when you go to lay them down, they might start to cry or scream because the gas is starting to move in their intestinal system and it, it, it's just, it's uncomfortable. And with the baby, if it's uncomfortable or hurts them, they'll treat it as the same and they don't want to be in that position because they can't self-soothe. Its only job right now is to respond to stimuli, going in and out of movements, going in and out of the ability to do things, going in and out of just looking at your face and whether they decide to smile that moment, coo or burp or pass gas. They're responding to your stimuli with a movement. The more your baby has options of movements, the more they start deciding what is in best interest for their bodies. And that's what's important about infant development. So the same thing too, if you have to introduce, let's say, an intervention to your child, a therapy or modality to help them on their way. You cannot use cognitive responses. They have to be done through a movement-based response because that's the organization of all our movements. Now, you and I, I can tell you to hold your breath right now for four seconds. That's a cognitive-based response. You can't tell that to your newborn baby. They don't have those features in their body. So you can't use adult processes on an infant. But at the same time, when the adult processes gets, I wouldn't say influenced, but traumatized or regresses, again, you want to go back home to where movements came from. This is really important for where we are in space and who we are. Please learn more about your babies. I have amazing courses, free videos, course specifics like how to work with your child in tummy time, how to work with your child in rolling over. But most of all, I have the 99 Super Baby Secrets, 99superbabysecrets.com. It's a free PDF for you to see all the things I'm about to cover in this podcast. It's your syllabus or movementlesson.academy, every course that you need right now to help your baby from a Super Baby boot camp. Again, to tummy time, vision in your child. There's so many things that Movement Lesson is here to offer because I'm here to help your child move. Thanks. It's Michelle Turner. If you need me at all, look for Movement Lesson, Movement Lesson Twitter, Movement Lesson Instagram, YouTube. That's where you'll find me. I'm Michelle Turner. Thank you so much. This is Baby Movements, birth to 24 months. Have a great day.